listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's a big world out there, and you're just looking for a pat on the back or head. You're running around the city, searching for a place to bark, working your tail off with your nose to the ground, sniffing for a few scraps, hoping someone will throw you a bone. You take each lead, collar after collar, hoping one day to take a bite out of success and become the top dog. Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of a TV set. You know you've got it good, really good, because after all, it's a doggy dog world out there. Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, and with me are my good friends, Petra Burke Hello. and Kate Abbott. Howdy. And I think we've mentioned on previous podcasts that Kindred Spirits Dog Training, our dog training business, also has a nonprofit branch, Kindred Spirits Canine Education Center, where we do service dog training. And we've talked about some of our adventures in that, including a uh, Belgian Malinois cadence who unfortunately didn't make the program, and he's in a working job right now, which he's totally thrilled about. But we've had a number of other dogs go through the program and become certified. So we're very interested in many aspects of service dogs, including whether they are or are not service dogs. Yeah. I mean, as we're seeing the growing trend of just go online and fill out a, I believe, a questionnaire, an application, pay your money, and you'll get a packet. A vest and a laminated ID card uh, and, yeah. oh, and and a dog tag. Mm-hmm. Yes. And this gives you the ability to bring your dog anywhere with you that you like because it'll be a service dog. We have you said let's talk about <laughs> we, 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 certification. Yeah, we what? <laughs> we 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 yeah. <laughs> Can you tell we're just a little <laughs> you know? So why don't you explain our program so people can see where we come from? So this is what we do with, with our program. We um work with people who have their own it's their personally owned dogs. And in order, and they come to us, and we kind of do a basic interview via the phone or... It's actually, thing. it's more than a basic interview. It's a pretty extensive, well, usually about an hour to an hour and a half. Initially, though, when they ask and say, do we do service dog work? We kind of want to get a feel of what they're looking for. Oh, so on the and phone what, or on the, the internet? On the phone internet. Yeah. That's where I'm going first. And what I get a lot through the internet when I get the emails is they want to bring their dog places with them. And I'm fine. There's nothing wrong with me, but I just like to bring my dog around. So at that point, I just kindly say, no, thank you. We do, in our case, mobility support and PTSD. And we do work, we do require having a prescription from the doctor. We want to keep this legitimate. And we do train the dogs to do service work, whether it's supporting the person, um, having the dog brace, picking up things. You know, signaling anything the service dog is supposed to be doing for the person, and it's a medical device. Something active. Yes, it's a not task. just the dog existing. No, not yeah, exactly, not existing and just bringing around with you. And unfortunately, and, and really, that has a use also. My dogs are very much a part of my life. Yes, but they're not service dogs. Yes, 
Exactly. Exactly. My our, our, all of our dogs are. But in this case, we work with the owners and or the owner and their dog and we do train them and the dog to do tasks for that owner. Because we are going to provide certification. We do. And certification is an outside entity saying we believe this dog to be qualified. Because we do the um, public oh access Thank test. You. I was say the cat <laughs> test. We do the public access test. We have outings. Um, you know, we have a set amount of outings we do. So we put the owner and the dog in different situations and have the owner. Um, we haven't had one have an episode or anything, but we'll say, okay, pretend you're going to fall or just squat down, have your dog break. S- different situations. Right. Create it in the real world. So they do go through extensive training, not to mention, like you said a minute ago, a good interview, an hour and a half to two hour interview with us. So we're very particular. The dogs that go through our program, once they're certified, they've been evaluated by temperament, Mm -hmm. trained and evaluated by obedience, Mm -hmm. trained and evaluated according to the service dog skills, and they're safe to be with the owner helping and out in public yeah because the one thing we there is zero tolerance is any aggression whatsoever towards dogs people whether it's adults children anything like that it's just that we do not put our name nor our vest on any dog that has that right so there's the point so so why should i as a potential service dog owner why should i come to you and do all of this work what does certification get me well, pretending your dog is a service dog when he isn't is fraud. And I mean, plain and simple, and it's fraud. Yeah, and you can get smacked with a fine with it. It's fraud. Now, unfortunately, the laws have loopholes. Does the law Too require many. me to get my dog certified? No. No, unfortunately. And I think that's where we have this huge growing trend of this online. Right. And we're seeing, and it's not fair to these people that we work with and other legitimate entities who qualify and certify, legitimately certify service dogs. People who really, really need them, wheelchair bound, y'all. Everybody's seen the CCI dogs and what's it? Uh, canine, dogs, companions canine Companions. Independence. Yeah. They go through the training, and training a service dog isn't done in two months. No. You know, it's anywhere from a year to two years, if not longer, depending on the facility who's doing the training. And with us, on the average, from start to finish, it's an average year to year and a half. Depending on what skills the dog had when he came into the program. Yeah, exactly. So even the law doesn't require certification, if something happens, then that certification provides me as a service dog owner a little extra validation definitely yeah i think a lot more validation and i think so many people now are getting fed up with the i'll just say it fake service dogs or uncertified service Uns- dogs yeah. Yeah. because of the number of dogs who go into a business or on an airplane or a bus or a train or just in a restaurant and the dog is a nuisance he's ill-behaved he won't stay where he's supposed to stay. Lifting There's his leg, nipping out of people, barking, out of control. Jumping on the, jumping on the checkout out. line in the grocery oh store. What? <laughs> yes. It German was a German Shepherd. Shepherd. Jumped on the checkout conveyor belt at the grocery store in the middle of the groceries. 
Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and we see, you know, we all agree, we see this turning into a real problem. A huge problem. Now, what I, business owners who are listening, well, everybody, according to the law, the service dog owner can be asked, one, is your dog a service dog? And two, what tasks does he perform? You cannot ask what is wrong with the person as far as diagnosis-wise. You right. cannot ask that for, you know, privacy acts. But you can ask what tasks does your dog do And for you. according to the law, the dog should have tasks to make him a service dog. There is something he does for you. And besides all of that, even if the person has a genuine need, even if the dog has done tasks... If the dog is not behaved, if the dog is causing problems to other customers... Or to the business itself. Or to the business itself, even if they were coded in, in medals of certification, you are still legally allowed to ask them to leave. Right. Yes. yes. Right. They should, yes. to cover their own, you know what, say, I am asking you to leave because... Your dog is causing a problem. Your dog has created damage. Your dog has lifted his leg on my merchandise. And I watched the dog do that at Home Depot the other day. I watched the dog do that at his shoe store. Oh. Yeah, that's right. And that's when I went Uh, over and informed the two young girls behind the counter of their rights. Right. That dog was off leash. He was off leash running around the store. Yeah. At the Home Depot, I was in the same aisle as the gentleman who had his dog there. The dog lifted his leg on the merchandise, and I went, pardon me. He turned down, looked at the puddle, shrugged, and walked away. And I went, hey! And his wife or girlfriend or the woman with him turned around, looked at it, hit him in the arm. He kept walking. She called for help to clean it up. But still, merchandise had been peed on. Yeah. Yeah. Home and that's a, a loss to the business. According I mean, to the law, the business then has the right to charge him three times the cost of the damage. Yes. Right. But. Most of them don't do it no. because There's it's lost of a customer. Of, yeah. Lawsuits yeah. or lawsuits. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's. And when we hear people or owners, they're afraid to approach anybody if they have a service dog. Because people claim discrimination. Yes. Yeah. I will sue you. So they just allow that. So we have lack of of certification for a lot of... Certification is not required. Right. Mm -hmm. You simply state it's your service dog. And then the business is afraid Mm -hmm. because of backlash to do anything, not knowing their rights or how to do them (sighs) without being discriminatory. Right. 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 The big key is that the business has to say, I am asking you and your dog to leave because your dog has damaged merchandise, your dog has damaged my store, your dog is interfering with other customers. Mm-hmm. Your dog is not well I mean, how many is, yeah. a, is a valid reason. I mean, yeah. how many dogs have you, we've seen, I know I've witnessed, that have these supposed vest service dog on it, and they mm. are growling or nipping at somebody. Right. The owner, lunching. The, that store owner has a right to ask him to leave. Right. Because he, now he's endangering his other customers. Yeah. Now, I know a lot of people don't like Walmart for whatever reason, and that's not a part of this discussion. And Walmart has been sued in the past because of the service dog policy. But because of that, they have an education policy now for their greeters. 
and their greeters are very good. I walked in behind a dog and owner the other day, and the greeter stopped and said, is this a service dog? And the woman said, no, he's my companion dog. Huh? And the gentleman said, what tasks does he do for you? He's just my companion dog. Then he cannot come in the store. Oh, very good. It was perfect. And I, when she very turned around nice. and left, and she left in a huff. But he was Sorry. he was very good. He was very polite. It's an older gentleman who's a greeter there often. And so after she left, I went up to him and I said, that was perfect. And I said, we do service dog training. And I said, that was absolutely perfect. And he says, we have very explicit rules on that. And I went, good, awesome. Yeah. yeah. So it was perfect. It's not only the damage to the business or to other customers. What I most worry about are the service dogs that are providing a needed yes. beneficial it is going to, to someone. It is going to make it significantly harder for all service dog owners. Not only harder, but on some of the chat groups I'm on, there are... But still, stories of dogs doing a good job doing the, and being attacked by oh. dogs oh, that yes. should not be there. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, that's a very real fear. And now we're talking two years of work for right? a dog to have really helped this person's life. Right. And that dog may not be able to go back to work. No. And these service dogs are medical devices at this point. And, and now he's injured or... Injured, traumatized, yeah. whatever. All of that training can be destroyed. A uh, flash. In a flash. Yes. Liz had someone contact her that they said their dog was a service dog. And why did they contact her? Because he was attacking other dogs. And one oh, of the first no. things Liz told them was, you will not use that dog as a service dog. The uh, German Shepherd that came to you because it was attacking other dogs. Oh, right. Exactly. Now that yeah. gentleman really needed a dog. And I felt real bad. But there was no the wrong way. dog. It was the wrong dog. I mean, that's one thing we do here is, you know, we, even if they say they've had a basic obedience training, we still require them to go through our training. The seven weeks allows us to watch the team work. Mm-hmm. How does the owner work with the dog? How's the dog act around the other dogs and the people? And that alone has eliminated a lot of these potential service dogs because of well, that one young man, the Marine, could have really used that German Shepherd as right. a service dog, except he was unpredictable and lunged at other dogs, and it's a big no. Can't and, happen. And that was very hard to tell them. It was. No. And they were not happy with it, but it, no. Yeah. Can't happen. Because if we certify them, we are putting our name mm-hmm. behind them. Mm-hmm. And saying that they're safe. And we can't do that no, if they're not safe. No. But I don't, you know, there's to try and do a national certification program. I'm afraid it's going to come to that eventually. I'm afraid Probably sooner the, than later, the way it's just yeah. Growing I'm afraid out of the ADA is going to have to change because there are so many fraudulent, misbehave, poorly chosen dogs out there. Now, I will have to say, I've seen some dogs in the internet vests who were fine. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But unfortunately, they're the minority. Yeah. The significant minority. But again, their obedience could be great, will very well behaved in public and all that. Mm-hmm. But if you really ask them, can they do a task of some sort? Right. 
they probably just, would be they're, they're, they're companion. Very, their companion just yeah. very well obedient. I'm trying to do my little part about education. Mm-hmm. You know, letting the businesses know. Mm-hmm. Like I did the two girls at the shoe store. Like, we can. We can mm-hmm. help. Yeah. At the risk of losing one customer, but perhaps gaining others. And protecting the service dogs. Can you imagine there. somebody trying on shoes in that shoe store and lifting a shoe that had been urinated on? Oh, that's just nasty. You're not no. good, not only going to lose the dog owner as a customer, but anybody that touches that shoe. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's horrible. Because that and person will tell the other person well, and gonna, so yeah. on and so on. Yeah. Yeah. You potentially lose, you could lose one bad dog owner. Right. And I do consider a bad dog owner. And, and who knows how many cu- but potential you could, customers. Versus losing a lot of other right. people. Right. But the businesses need to know their rights. Yeah. And individuals need to know that there really is no definition for an emotional support dog. No. They're either a service dog or they're not. Mm-hmm. This companion, companion dog, dog. Uh, emotional support dog does not have a legal basis. Right. So the difference between a stuffed animal that you pet to feel better... Do you guys remember worry stones from the oh, 70s? Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Sometimes I yeah. say when people, you know, get a worry stone. But if you want to have a service dog for an emotional issue, then do the work. Yeah. So the dog can really help you, not just be a worry stone. And yeah. the dog, if chosen right and trained right, will love his job. The dog that I saw today in Home Depot was being carried under his owner's arm like a stuffed toy, like a rag doll. As the guy was going through Home Depot, this dog hanging under his arm, and the dog was not happy. Yeah. This was a dog who was bored out of his skull, being carried around like a stuffed toy, and he just looked like, this is too much. And I really felt sorry for the dog. Yeah. Not to mention it's been yeah. really hot around here lately. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or the other ones that you, we were talking about, the, the service dogs that are in the stroller. <sighs> and the stroller yeah. is zipped up. How does that dog help you? Uh, you know, help. You're pushing a dolly around, I guess. Yeah. So, I, you know, at least that dog can't cause problems. He can bark behind the well, that, yeah, screen. He's bark. not going to pee on merchandise, and he's... He's not going to attack another dog. He could lunge at the screen of the stroller. He can bark at the screen again, of the stroller. But again, it's not a service dog. Yeah. But did you tell me you saw one with a boxer? Yes. A boxer in yes. a stroller. A boxer in one of those doggy strollers. And the gentleman was loudly proclaiming to anyone around that the dog was a service dog. I just walked the other way quickly. But Patron and I both saw it. How can a dog do a task? Or any kind of a job zipped into a stroller. <laughs> Haven't figured that one out yet. I, I don't know. Well, then you and I saw those back east, those no. little chihuahuas in their service vest in the stroller that was not zipped up and willing to nip at anybody that was walking by and yapping the whole time. So, in my mind, and I, I don't know one way I did not chat with them, but it looked to me like a way to get the dogs into the hotel. Yeah, because there was no control of these these two little things. Unfortunately, that goes back to the first thing you said at the beginning of this podcast was, unfortunately, a lot of the calls we get yeah. are for people who want to take the dog somewhere. Mm-hmm. We had one recently that mm-hmm. they wanted to get the dog certified real quick because a month from now they wanted to take the dog on a plane. Yeah, a month from now. 
We're like, yeah. uh, no. Yeah. Not happening. In? <laughs> yeah. Um, no. It, at least she was being honest. <laughs> well, and at another one, a, another one asking, I said, well, what are your needs? Your the physical needs? I mean, what medically wise? And can you get a prescription? She goes, oh, no, I'm fine. I just want to be able to take it on trains and planes and travel and go wherever. And I said, well, then. That is not the definition of Sorry, we're not going to help you you commit fraud. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, when I love to see the laws change, like I experienced in Europe, is that the dogs could go into the... First time I saw a dog in the grocery store in France, I was like, whoa! And then I went, cool! And in Germany, I see them everywhere. Exactly. So I remember in Germany, when we were going back there a lot, we saw dogs everywhere, and that's exactly it. On the buses, on the Very well-behaved dogs were taken out mm-hmm. to stores, and department stores, restaurants, anywhere, and they were always well I would love to see that. Yes. But since we don't have that, don't interfere with the dogs who are doing a needed purpose for an individual's life. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Just because just cause you want to take your dog. And for any of our listeners who are thinking about it, just keep in mind that that is fraud. It is. With a um, jail sentence and... Uh, a potential fine. And it's a federal fine. Yes. Yeah. Federal Because offense. it's federal law. The ADA, American yeah. Disabilities Act. It is fraud. Now, I know there's a lot of people that push the lines. What's that song? Blurred lines. <laughs> but if you are claiming a dog as a service dog and you have no real need for it, it is fraud. And as more and more people are pushing beyond the line, as far as I'm concerned, that backlash is going to come back. Yes. It will. There's not a lot of prosecution going on that I've been aware of. Yeah. But I think that's going to change rapidly. And I think the law is going to change. The ADA is going to have to change the law because stories like this have made national news. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't remember if it was the Today Show, but one of the national morning shows talked about it. There's been articles in the USA Today. There have been a number of articles, news reports, about this blurred line, this pushing the envelope. My fear is that it's going to take a child being bitten. <sighs> yeah. I mean, it's going to have to be something yeah. tra- I mean. I think it's tragic that service dogs have already been attacked. Attacked, yeah. yes. But it's yes. probably going to take a human, human, probably a child, yeah, yeah, to be attacked for uh, the law. And by the way, just one little note here, too, because I'm also involved in therapy dog work. Right. Therapy dogs have the right to go into places that they are allowed to go into. <laughs> that the facility has given them permission. Because they have been certified by an outside source, right. mm-hmm. usually. Right. But that does not give you the right to take a therapy dog into a restaurant, onto now you, or a grocery store. One little yeah. thing. If you need to take public transportation to take your dog on the therapy dog visit, you can take the transportation for that purpose and that purpose only. But that doesn't mean your dog can go on the plane so that you can visit your grandma in the nursing home in Chicago. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's pushing it. Yeah. Yeah. Or grocery and again, stores therapy dogs. Are not are dog, service dogs. Are, yeah, not service dogs. These therapy dogs are you're going to, let's say, a facility, and the dog is visiting with other people. You're sharing them yes. with others. Yeah. They're not your medical device. Your, yeah. And that's There's right. So that's another thing. And service. Do not interfere with a service dog. Yes, they are not to be pet like a therapy dog. Yes. Service exactly. dog works for you. Service dog is medical equipment for you. 
a therapy dog is your privately owned pet who visits other people. He says hi to other people. Other people can pet and love on them. For therapy. Therapy. Now, there are, that's kind of a division within the service dog community. Buddy, who's in an electric wheelchair, he does not, if asked, may I say hi to your dog? Mm -hmm. Right. He knows that his dog enjoys meeting other people. And as long as everything is okay with him at that moment, he will say yes. Mm -hmm. If she's working for him at the moment. He does reserve that right to say, not right now, she's working. And so if somebody tells you, no, don't pet my dog, they're working, don't be offended. Right. Be proud that dog is doing something that they are happy about. Right. Exactly. To help somebody. Right. Many service dog owners do not want their dog's pet, even if you ask, because they don't want their dog to be distracted. Yes. Or get in the habit. Or get in the habit of going up to people to be petted. The dog is supposed to concentrate on his work. And you may not know that the dog is... Constantly evaluating the person to see if they're going to have an epileptic seizure or... Their blood sugar's low. Blood sugar. or yeah. There are knows. hidden disabilities and yeah. hidden ways for dogs to work. Well, exactly. my husband had a service dog, and my husband looked hale and hearty yeah. and strong, yeah. and he was. His disability was not evident, and yet... When Archer was working with him, Archer was constantly paying attention to him, mm-hmm. which is why when my husband passed away, Archer was devastated because not only was his owner gone, but his job, job. was gone. Exactly. His sense of purpose was gone. So, yeah, that brings back the point. Disabilities are not always obvious. Exactly. Don't interfere with the service dog, and don't interfere uh, deliberately by, by going up and petting or People have just thrown themselves around dogs. Yeah. And that's not good for any dog, service dog or not. And then don't interfere with their legal right to have a better life. With their dog. By pushing an untrained dog out into the world. Or taking advantage of these loops. I don't know how to say that, but it's it's not right. No. Nope. Nope, not at all. If you haven't <laughs> noticed, this is a pet peeve of ours, and a really big yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It's getting, I mean, your mom probably sees it, but I know my parents see so much of it, and they, every time they come over, it's like, this is getting out of control. We know the ones who are legitimate. Mm-hmm. The service dogs, you can tell the difference. And you got these people with this little, you know, Fido at the end of the leash just going crazy, and they have a vest on as a service dog. And they're well, the one that I control. saw, the one that I see on Pee on the merchandise was a good size dog. Yeah. It was a mixed breed, which is neither here nor there. Mixed breeds make good working dogs, too. But this was a big one mm-hmm. that yeah. was being yeah. passed off. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. My parents go up to them and tell them. <laughs> I love my dogs. I love to take them with me. But I'm not going to interfere with someone whose dog potentially affects their life. Right. Yes. Yes. All right, we will leave you with that to think about. <laughs> yeah. That was one of our more serious podcasts, but we, we do. We take it seriously. Um, that ranks even higher than people that don't pick up their dog poop, which yes. makes me really, really upset. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this one's well, and, that. And yeah. we do have friends and training students who have trained their dogs. Well, Buddy has a CCI dog, mm-hmm. and we've helped a number certify their dogs, so we take it really seriously. Yeah. So when anything affects their ability to live and travel and work with their dog, yeah, yeah. It, it bothers us. It does. And you said earlier, medical equipment. Treat that dog like an oxygen tank. Yeah. 
respect it. Or power wheelchair. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right, that's it. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.